Our letter for today is I. I is for impediments. And some of you who have been listening to me throughout the week know that I've been to the conference known as Agile 2017 in Orlando, Florida, week-long conference, August 7th through 11th. And I have to say, I know there were several thousand people here. I don't know the exact number, but um, huge groups where our breakout sessions had anywhere from 300 people in some of the breakout groups. And many of those breakout groups were um, full, every seat taken. And this went on all week long with about 12 different tracks going on. And all of these tracks, these rooms, again, uh, could seat up to 300. So just a, a very active and engaging conference. Very creative. Um, saw some interesting characters. I, I saw people doing presentation and pirate hats and Santa outfits and... Um, just all sorts of, you know, ways of engaging people, um, making it interesting and I dare say entertaining. But at the same time, I think that there was a lot of good content and foremost, there was a lot of good conversation. And that's the spirit of, uh, agile itself is that communication and that face to face and the interaction and the collaboration. So what I saw was a lot of people sharing their stories, their current, their concerns. Um, and as one person put it, they feel like it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that a lot of people are having the same exact problems. Um, and so in some ways, it was a form of validation uh, and renewal. And not that there was always an answer or a solution to the problem. But for example, one person uh, said that one of the impediments was upper management and not having their buy-in and or them having a very different understanding and different expectation of what the outcome and the success factors were around agile. And so heard that quite a bit. So basically, an impediment that is something or anything which is standing in the team's way towards them achieving their stated or documented goals. Now, interesting enough, some of the disconnect, especially with upper management, is someone sitting down up front and getting a clear understanding of what they expect of agile. I hear people say often that they want to have their development teams use Agile so they can go faster. And I am one to say that Agile doesn't make you go faster. The goal of Agile is to deliver high value items sooner. That's a big difference. So going faster may, in fact, um, jeopardize the success of your solution because you can get sloppy or you can um, skip steps or not create the best code you can create. So it takes someone that fully understands and appreciates that fast isn't the goal. The goal is building the right things the first time using high quality code, maintainable code, 
and delivering something of value. So let me dive a little bit deeper. You know, that I, I was just kind of associating it with the conference that went on this week and what people saw as one of the number one impediments. But let's talk about impediments. Basically, when you have a team, such as an agile team, and much of what I'm, I share, um, and people hear me talk about agile, agile doesn't necessarily mean it's strictly for development purposes. Wherever you have a team, the values that agile promotes through its manifesto can be applied. So one of them, as a lot of you know, is a daily stand-up. And one of the things that each person goes around and states in the favorite way I like to uh, to run the teams is for them first to answer what they accomplished since your last stand-up, what they plan to accomplish between now and the next stand-up, and what impediments or roadblocks, what things are standing in their way of successfully achieving what their stated goal or accomplishment is for that day. So let's talk about dealing with impediments first and foremost. Make sure that impediments, and this is encouraged by Agile, are visible. Be completely transparent. Even if someone walks by they might browse or look at the list and and I dare say even if it's upper management there should be nothing to be afraid of be visible and maybe that person can do something about it use different color stickies or post-it notes and items and another thing so important is tagging when that impediment was identified so you can aid your impediments Here's another one. Be on the lookout for impediments. That's a good thing if you find one. And a lot of times, especially as a BA slash facilitator, you tune your ears for certain keywords. And those keywords are indicators or red flags that there may be an actual or impending impediment. So that said, when someone says, I'm still waiting or not available or hopefully or we wish, or we think, or I guess, or I expected this, but something else occurred, or I thought we were, or I tried, those are potential areas, red flags, that there is an impediment or a pending impediment. There's a risk of a possible impediment. So it needs to be on your radar. The other thing is prioritizing your impediments and selecting, let's say, two to three at any given time and make those the focus of the team. Now, the as well as the scrum master may take on some impediments and own those. Those might then also get escalated up. Maybe it's the sponsor or the project owner. As long as the top three, the ones that you've prioritized, are assigned and there's ownership. Now, one of the things that I like is considering categorizing your impediments. And to those that are global impediments or local impediments. And the definition 
based on the resource that I'm sharing, says that local impediments are within the team's capability to resolve. Whereas global impediments, they need the attention of a senior or executive stakeholder or other relevant stakeholders in another group, someone of authority. So consider categorizing, separating, again, perhaps by color, Local impediments versus global impediments. And clearly, global impediments, I would expect someone like your scrum master to own. Whereas local impediments, you want to empower the team with the right to find solutions to those local impediments. Now, another way of bringing out impediments is during your stand-ups. And maybe this is something the scrum master says to everyone after they've talked about what they've accomplished, what they plan to accomplish, and if they have any other impediments. Just to make sure that they are really being honest what's standing in their way. One thing is to use what this particular article calls the fourth question. So as stand-up, asking everyone after everyone else has talked, how confident are you that we will achieve our sprint goals? And if people start speaking out, about their concerns. In fact, you found some additional impediments. Another way of bringing out discussion around impediments is perhaps asking, what could we do? What could we get out of your way to help you go even faster? Or to ultimately, another way of thinking of faster in this scenario is in order to take on more capacity so that you can complete the things you currently have and take on more capacity. Now, here's something to be aware of and to perhaps ask questions or challenge if any of these are true statements in your environment. First of all, your impediment backlog, your list of impediments, should not be a mystery that only the scrum master has captured somewhere and it's not visible to the rest of the team. Again, it should be transparent, visible to all. Also, if your impediment backlog does not change over a course of time, you just continuously add to it, clearly you have a problem. On the other hand, if your impediment backlog is empty, you also have a problem. And this is something I would hear from time to time at the 2017 conference where people would state, oh yeah, we're already doing Agile. We're fine. It was as if to say that Agile was this specific destination when in fact, one of the things is embrace is continuous process improvement. So you always should have something that you could be working on to, as I stated in my previous questions, help you make your sprint goals and even increase your efficiency and therefore your capacity. Another concern to be aware of with your impediment backlog, so to speak, is when you have a growing number of active impediments. So if you're taking three at a time, you shouldn't be exponentially having two times more, or three times more impediments coming in, even though you're completing the ones that are currently in there. It should ebb and flow from time to time on certain projects, but you also should start being proactive so they don't become impediments. And my last point on impediments 
If the scrum mess resolves all of the impediments himself or herself, again, you have a problem. If you are a self-organized, self-powered team, empowered team, those local impediments should not be on the scrum master's shoulder. The scrum master, however, may focus and own most of the global impediments if not all. So there is the, not only the definition, but an elaboration on impediments. And I want to share with you, as I always do, my source. And it comes from the LinkedIn slide share, which is a wealth of information. This particular deck is called Practical Guide to Scrum. The business is called IQ Business. It's a consultant research and contracting. And the deck was by Pavel Dabrisky. And apologies if I didn't, if my pronunciation is way off there. But nonetheless, you can go to SlideShare on LinkedIn and look for the Practical Guide to Scrum. So, I hope you've found this helpful and thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more of our Alphabet A to Z sips with this series focusing on Agile. Bye for now.